You're listening to Minor Talk On Demand exclusively on 600 ESPN El Paso. Stay up to date with Minor Talk by downloading the free 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app. All right, we are here. Minor Talk is live, presented by the Australia at the Agency, along with Sal Montes. I'm Adrian Bratis. UTEP defeats Austin P tonight, 71-63. to uh, We could talk about it with you if you'd like to talk about it with us. 915-505-6009 is our telephone number. Miners are 4-0 to start off the season. This is the campus game of the, of course, uh, SoCal Challenge. They'll now head out to San Juan, uh, Capistrano for their next game against Cal. That's coming up on Monday, a late night on Monday. By the way, tips off at 1030. And then afterward, of course, uh, they will take on either the winner or loser of Tulane and Bradley. And that will come up on Wednesday. But this really tips off what is going to be an interesting stretch for the Miners, knowing that they're taking on three opponents on the road after tonight. A Monday night game against the Power 5 team in Cal. And then, of course, a Wednesday game against Tulane or Bradley, which is interesting in itself. Uh, And then they close out the week on Saturday at Loyola Marymount, which we've talked about before. Loyola Marymount on the season, a top 100 team to start off the year. In fact, they're 2-1 and one on the season so far. They just beat Jackson State 88-66 to this week. They have Stephen F. Austin on Sunday and then next Saturday, of course, UTEP. By the way, Tulane, really good team as well. If we're going to talk about the Green Wave, if they end up beating Bradley when it's all said and done, uh, they are 3-0 and on the season off to a great start Bradley meanwhile is 3 and 0 as well they're off to a terrific start including a recent win against uh Billy Gillespie's uh current team 86 86- 63 over Tarleton State. A little preview about what's to come ahead for the Miners. We'll talk about Cal later on here on the show, and we'll, of course, talk about Austin P tonight. 71-63. Look, of course, everybody's going to look at the 21 turnovers, uh, the fact that the Miners went 14 for 31 from the free throw line, which was pretty much abysmal. Uh, but other than that, the Miners controlled this game. Nothing to sound the alarms for. It's still a home game. It's still a, a matchup in which Austin P was throwing the kitchen sink at the Miners trying to uh, their best to try to win this game and try to keep it close but Sal it really was only close in the end the Miners distanced themselves in the second half had a convincing lead of 16 points 58 to 42 sure they let the governors back in late in the second half and the turnovers are sloppy offense didn't look great uh, but I'm not concerned whatsoever I'm ready to go and watch this team play on the road. That's where yeah. I'm at right now. Yeah, in my opinion, that's really the next uh, big test. I mean, we wanted to see them do it against a Division One team. They did it last uh, or earlier this week, um, you know, playing like sharks in the water, smelling blood. Yes, um, we, we know that Santa Barbara was without A.J. Mitchell, but they played like it like it didn't matter. They played, okay, well, we're still going to go out there and, and handle business. They did that last game, and today um, didn't look as sharp offensively, but you're right. Despite all of that, they were still able to um, 
really lead it wire to wire from the from the beginning to the end and that's what you expect from this team if there's any gripe I guess it's just I guess the um, the efficiency against the zone defense they also haven't been too well when they play zone defense themselves uh, this year however it's still an eight point win they didn't score the final three minutes or so I don't really care about that it's it's garbage points you're really just trying to get out of the game healthy so overall they, they looked respectable and um, holding their opponent to 63 I think that's what fans have been used to recently but they scored 70 something they're not really used to so I mean two positives there now it's just what can this team do on the road when um, you know they're not in their friendly confines at the Haskins Center yeah that's a really good point Sal Uh, I want to see this team on the road four straight matchups at home four straight opponents in which the Miners beat out and this is the only one where uh, it didn't look pretty I think the other three looked really flashy really exciting uh, made fans really hyped about this team and I get it I mean this one wasn't one where you're scratching your head wondering what happened it's just more of an on to the road stretch on to the rest of the SoCal Challenge. Imagine yeah. if, you know, Sal, I was thinking today, imagine if you're the Miners right now and you look ahead. They have an opportunity to play in two championship invitationals. And let's not get ahead of ourselves and, you know, count the win against Cal as a W for the Miners, uh, knowing that they haven't beat a Power 5 school since the likes of Arizona State back in 2020. But nonetheless, uh, if the Miners were able to beat California, they could be in that championship uh, series for their bracket here in the SoCal Challenge. And then if you think fast forward ahead to December, late December, winning and having an opportunity to take home uh, the trophy that is at home, the Don Haskins Sun Bowl Invitational, which comes late December, they have a chance to do that. They have an opportunity ahead of them. Norfolk State will be their first opponent then. Uh, Wyoming and South Dakota State are other teams in that Sun Bowl Invitational. Point is, Sal, if you look at it and just on paper, minor have opportunities to play in two high-level invitationals this year, one on a neutral site, one at home, and have a chance to be successful in both of them this year. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And on the flip side, too, I think some of the teams they're playing um, maybe in a bit of a better boat or similar boats to UTEP, so to speak, because I think those games can be toss-ups, and rightfully so. From what we've seen from the Miners, we know what they can be. We haven't seen them struggle too much. Yes, this game was ugly, but, I mean, they were still able to um, to keep Austin P at bay. We, we just got to be real about that. Don't know if... Um, you know, if the fire under Cal is a bit heavier, a bit harder, um, I guess, to uh, to put out, so to speak. But nonetheless, though, it's still a good way to uh, to go off on a road trip. I mean, if you would have told me, hey, do you expect um, or ask me, do you expect UTEP to be 4-0 and and, um, you know, have a good chance against Cal? I think majority of people would, would say yes on that. So those expectations, Adrian, that's what's going to start to rise the more and more that this team wins. But if anything, that's just a testament to what they've been doing in practice, um, you know, and also hopefully slash potentially translating that into actual execution on the floor and so far they, they've looked respectable at it uh, for a large part of their game. I'm with you that there Sal. Hey our telephone number 915-505-6009 that's a telephone number to get into the program we'll get to our awards later on in the show of course our player of the night brought to you by Timothy Cantrell Realty and then we'll also bring you the hot hand of this matchup thanks to Wind Supply El Paso. Our telephone number 915 if you'd like to weigh in, 600 ESPN El Paso on 
uh, on X, formerly known as Twitter, and then, of course, uh, more with our mobile app as well. Want to also mention that uh, Oscar ID at the agency, they are the official uh, insurance agent of the UTEP Miners and the official sponsors of of us here on Miner Talk. They are currently looking for new Hometown Hero um, uh, nominees to honor at the next UTEP basketball game. If you know somebody who is deserving of being a Hometown Hero Award, uh, they honor teachers, they honor military members, veterans, uh, you know, community members here in El Paso. Go online, OscarIdietheAgency.com, and you could check out more when it comes to the Oscar Arieta Agency and, of course, their Hometown Hero nomination form. Let's go on to social media right now. Eric Fournier sends us this. This team needs to work on their free throw shooting. It's going to come back and haunt them against quality teams. I still like this team. However, they need to be a lot more consistent and take Mm -hmm. better care of the ball. Yeah, I think, I mean, Eric, we can all agree on the free throw shooting. And it wasn't just guys like uh, Kevin Callu who went one for five. It was also Otis Frazier, 0 for 2, Jonathan Dosanjos uh, not taking advantage when he was at the charity stripe. Same with the true freshman and David Terrell. And I get it. This is just the second, I mean, you know, the second real game, quote unquote, second game against a Division One opponent, quote unquote. Uh, but for the Miners, being consistent at home is something that they need to strive for. Uh, the turnover factor, I get it as well. 21 assists to 21 yeah. turnovers. That's something that the Miners are, of course, going to work on cleaning up. And of course, you heard Joe Golding after the game tell Steve Kaplowitz <laughs> and Steve Yellen how it's all on him. That's He just yeah. blamed himself the, here. The, the funny thing is, is he said, hey, listen, I, I didn't have my guys ready to go. It's all on me. Except free throws. Those guys need to go into the gym and, and you know, start to chuck them up. He, he said something along the lines of that, which which I thought was funny. Everybody kind of laughed at that. But in all seriousness, um, that's something they do got to clean up because four games uh, into the season, they've looked bad at free throws for majority for more games looking bad than they have, you know, looking good. So something they do got to clean up as far as the turnovers. I think it was just a, a bit of um, complacency, so to speak, on offense. I think they knew they ex- they knew they'd win. They expected to win. So they I don't want to say they were going through the motions. You, you could definitely see the effort, but you didn't see that same type of um, purposeful type of pass, uh, you know, offense that we've seen before. So I, I think that's something they'll, they'll definitely address and fix. Yeah. But the free throws, man, that's. I don't know, man. That That is a concern because they haven't looked too good all year. I'm not pressing the panic button for free throws, but I am concerned for sure. And, yeah, it, it could cost some games down the road. That's something that they need to clean up. I believe they will clean it up. Uh, I believe they have two elite guards in Zid Powell and Tay Hardy. Uh, Zid Powell having seven turnovers to six assists. Uh, I expect him to clean that up. He'll be good uh, moving forward. He's still the best player on the court, in my opinion. And then Tay Hardy tonight, he was the best player on the court. He led the Miners in a big way. 25 points tonight and four three-pointers. That was huge for Tay Hardy. I just wanted him to keep shooting. That was my big thing for Tay. Hey, our telephone number, 915-505-6009. Let's burn through calls. Miner Pat is first up on the phone lines right now. Miner Pat, good evening. What's going on? Good evening. How are you? Doing great, Pat. It was great to see you tonight. How's everything going? It's going well. We're heading home from the game. Um, Listen to you. Understand that free throws are free. We got that. Okay? But 
I, I think tonight they, they see a different type of defense on them. I mean, these guys were playing truly dirty. I mean, they were elbowing, pushing in the back. I mean, they was doing all kinds of things to get our guys riled up, ready to fight, all this. But our guys stood firm. They played their game. They didn't, they didn't, you know, they didn't, they didn't fall into that trap where, you know, they end up getting a technical or end up getting thrown out the game because of some stupid crap. That's really true. Okay. I mean, think Very about good. Calvin Solomon. I mean, he uh, had this one time where he was seriously smacked in the face. Uh, Zay and I were pretty close to it, and we got a chance to see this firsthand. He was smacked in the face, and despite that, Pat, uh, he kept his composure. Sure, he had things to say to the oppo- uh, opposing team, but he did not lose his cool, like you said, and I thought they handled themselves uh, like a veteran group, like a team who was supposed to be there and supposed to win that game. Absolutely. And not only that, I think that they, they're – this is the first time in a long time I've seen a UTEP team that plays like a team. I mean, they got, a, they got, a, they got several leaders on the, on the court that's, that brings them together. They talk about what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. It's been a long time since I've seen that, and I'm so glad for for Coach Golding. I'm so glad for the players because they, they're playing lights out, and I really appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate you, yeah. Minor Pat. Thanks so much for weighing in on the show. And, and you know what? She's absolutely right. She said that they played their game, and, and what is that type of game? It's going to be tenacity, and, and for a large part of the game, they showed that. But also, too, Adrian, they only score 71 tonight, but – not really a problem because just last last episode we were saying this team can win in the 80s, 90s, 70s. They did that right before our very eyes. It, it didn't have to be pretty. You just got to win. And I think as you reflect on games throughout the year, I don't think it's going to matter. It's just going to be which team is going to come out on top by way of execution, by way of heart. And they already have the heart. They just got to execute more. And they did it more than Austin P tonight. Came hey, out on top. Hey, and they're going to need to want it more against Cal on Tuesday if they want to win yeah. that game. Even though Cal has started off a little up and down on the season. They just lost earlier this week to Montana State. Actually, this was just yesterday. 63-60 at home. They're now 2-2. Two and two. Disappointing for Cal. They actually beat Cal State Bakersfield 83-63, all right, you know, good win for them. But they lost to Pacific uh, about a week ago. That was 87-79. So, uh, again, Cal trying to get on the right track. They have former minor Keontae Kennedy on their roster. However, Kennedy hasn't played in the four games so far for the Bears. Uh, not sure if he's going to be active on Monday against the Miners, as, of course, Cal is 2-2 two and two on the year trying to get um, you know, a little bit better than where their record was. By the way, last year Cal was awful, three and twenty-nine overall as a team. Whoa, so, yeah, wow. Sal. Uh, going into this year, I know their expectations are higher than they were last year. They've got a new coach and Mark Madsen, but still, uh, when you're talking about this group right here and talking about a coach who led Utah Valley over the last four seasons, and now he's going to be in charge of that program. I mean, they still want to win games. They still have high expectations expectations around them knowing that they are still in the Pac-12 right now maybe so I I mean they're 
there's always that argument, right? Hey, if you put a middle of the pack or a bottom of the barrel type of team from a power conference into a, a mid-major or a, a lesser conference, so to speak, they, they'd be middle or, or top tier, so to speak. So I definitely agree with that. More resources to get players there. Uh, but aside from all of that age, and I, I think what's really hampered Cal this year has been slow starts. They, they made a, a strong second-half comeback, uh, down 14 points, and they had a chance to uh, to tie the game with three seconds left. But you, you look at that and it's like, hey, they're digging themselves in these holes. They're able to make adjustments so they, they can, you know, be a solid opening second half team. But I think if you're UTEP and really anybody playing against Cal, jumping out early is, is going to play a huge role. So I really look forward to seeing what type of uh, what type of game plan they have to open things up. Let's go back to the phone lines right now. Now in five five zero five six zero zero nine. Real quick for from Poncho. Ugly win for the Miners today. Sloppy ball handling. Too many turnovers. The team that showed up today does not beat UCSB. Hashtag Miner Talk. Do you agree with that, Sal? Do you think they lose to UCSB? I still think they win. It might have been just a closer game if tonight's uh, UTEP team played against UCSB. I, it's hard to say. I, I think they win still because the defense was a lot Correct. better. Correct. You know? I agree and, with that. And, and, and as flashy as, as it's been at times and as fun as they've looked, their bread and butter still has to be their defense. It's a golden team, so I expect you know this defense to to really improve throughout the year. We we saw a big improvement tonight. I know the um uh, the difference in in competition level. I guess that's the right way to say it between Austin P and Santa Barbara is is notable. But um, no, I I still think UTEP comes out on top. Let's go back to the phones. Mike from Austin is back with us. Mike nine one five five zero five six zero zero nine. Welcome back with us here on the show. How's everything going, man? Pretty good, guys. Pretty good. Um, just uh, you all have basically covered everything that I think everybody else is going to cover. You know, uh, turnovers and free throws. Obviously, I don't think it's time to press the panic button, but uh, I agree with you all. It is concerning, especially the uh, uh, the free throws, um, because this game isn't in anywhere near close. If we if we you know hit another ten percent of our free throws, it's not anywhere near close. And and like you all said at the beginning of the the show, that you know it, they seem to have things pretty well in hand. I think the most encouraging thing to take away from this game um, that I heard Coach Golding say was um, that when they were back in the the locker room after the win, that none of these guys were happy. And so I like that yeah, that they I didn't celebrate because, this. They didn't celebrate yeah, it at all. Unlike the the UC um, Santa Barbara game, um, where they were you know in the crowd and celebrating with the students and so on and so forth, they knew. I don't think they felt that they got away with one. I think that they felt like, wow, we just you know we're a lot better than what we put on the floor today and what's another thing that's encouraging at least from my opinion is that they have something to look at going into on the road to California and they this kind of serves as a as a wake up call for them of yeah. on any given day when you're not executing when you're playing sloppy that um, you know a team that you might outman, outsize, outbench um, can take it away from you. 
So I think that that's an encouraging sign. So I'll just hang up and let you all take it from there. Good stuff, Mike. I appreciate you. You've been four for four with us on every show. So I appreciate you uh, showing your passion and actually sharing your passion of minor hoops with us here on Minor Talk, 915-505-6009. But he's right, Sal. I mean, he hit all the points that we that we kind of talked yeah. about. And I agree. If you have something that you could go into a film room session with a lot of purpose ahead of a big game and a big road swing like Cal and this West Coast swing for the minors, that's great for this program. That's good for the coaching staff. They can go in the film room session tomorrow, hit the weight room, also uh, go around, shoot around, and talk about all the things that need to be corrected for this basketball program ahead of Monday's matchup. And I think that's a key yeah, thing yeah. for this group. I, I think that that was kind of the uh, – I know that was the feeling that I had. I, I can't speak for the guys on the team, but um, you know, really just looking forward to that game on Monday. And in a way, unfortunately, overlooking Austin P. And, and it's a bad thing to do. Coach Golding says it all the time. Uh, the next game is, uh, or the biggest game is the next one, something along the lines of that, right? right. And and I don't think that mentality was was on full display by uh, by what we saw. However. Within all that, you still you still come out of this with the eight point victory. You don't even score in the final couple of minutes as well. It was it was bigger than that, and a lot of miscues. That congratulations, you still win by eight. So I there think it go. was just kind of overlooking Austin P. Unfortunately, and yeah. Nine one five five zero five six zero zero nine. Our telephone number to get into the program. Rip City Trades on X, formerly known as Twitter, and yet they never were really truly threatened. Good speak from head coach Joe Golding. They may surprise us with a special season. Who knows? Let's enjoy every win as they come. Hashtag Minor Talk. My name is Jeff. I told you the miners are going to pow pow the governors today. Golding is a great coach. Definitely getting better. Offense looking nice. Hashtag Magic. Miners hashtag minor talk. Oh, Jeff, he's hilarious. Uh, Mark at um, Mark, <laughs> he, <laughs> he is very refreshing. It's very refreshing to have a head coach who takes accountability instead of offering up excuses, even in a win. Hashtag UTEP. Mm, okay, mm, all right, there you go. Uh, you know where that went to. Sub, <laughs> we'll be back for minor talk. Tomorrow. Yeah, we'll be back yeah. for minor talk tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned. Uh, we'll be back in less than 12 hours. That's probably right. Let's go back to the phones now. One five five oh five six zero zero nine. George is first up on the phone lines. George. Good evening. What's happening? Uh, what's up, Adrian? I was I was just uh, dumbfounded, uh, to say the least. Uh, they looked dismal. Uh, you know, we did walk away. I mean, they did walk away with an with an eight point uh, win, which is okay. I mean, yeah, I, you guys were talking about overlooking teams, and and that's something even in the beginning of this of this season shouldn't be taken for granted. I mean, granted, you know, it's like. Uh, they are a good team. They did not show anything today. I think uh, Tay was the the high scorer. Was, yeah, like twenty five points. I think. Yeah, he killed it uh, exactly. He, yeah, he was one of the only ones that that really had a bright spot. The free throws are one of the ones that worry me. I mean, I I was like, I was literally like in deja vu. I was like, is this really happening again? It reminds you, know, you of last like, year. What it? What? Yeah. What's going on? I mean, are we in 2022? Somebody pinch me? Is this a nightmare? I don't know. I mean, I hope they don't. Uh, they show out the way they they've been showing out. I mean, they're like like I said, a win is a win is a win. But really, when you look at the team that you're facing and 
you know, you you use the excuse, well, they they just overlooked them. Well, you shouldn't really overlook anybody because anybody yeah. at any given day can come out and hoop it out. Uh, they just Austin P threw like you said, threw them the kitchen sink. They just unfortunately they're 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 they weren't going in. Yeah, and I, I liked what I liked what Pat said earlier. She was saying, "Hey, they they played really dirty," and I was close, so I saw it. Yeah, they they didn't they they had an extra shove here and there. They were talking smack the entire game, trying to play mind games against the miners. There is no excuse for you know obviously. Uh, you know, you have to take the win if you're UTEP. I understand that completely, but I think it was a test uh, in Austin P where they threw the absolute kitchen sink, like George, like you're saying. Uh, they just wanted it really bad. They wanted to pull off an upset. Miners weren't going to let that happen, and as a result, it was a closer game than maybe others would have expected. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know what what the issue was with breaking the press. I mean, they did it several times. I don't know. What what the deal was with slowing down the game? I think that really got into their head, playing that that slow game that they're not really used to, having to work the ball inside. But really, if you think about it, those good shots that were taken inside, those good passes, were just being uh, being a little more patient. I mean, they weren't taking care of the ball as as much as they should have. You know, I, I'm not going to knock them too much. I think there was a lot of things they need to go back and look and see where they can week the things that they they fell short on i'm still very proud of them I, I think they're a great bunch of kids they're they're a great bunch all together and i think this was not their a game this was uh less than an a game i think you know but all in all i'm very happy that we went out with a win and uh i i already bought my season tickets adrian that's it I, wow all right Okay, you did it. You you jumped on board. You got the season tickets. Uh, I think you did the right thing, George. I think if you had to pick a, a you know a team, it's this men's basketball team. I would have also advised last year's women's basketball team just on paper early on into the season. So you did the right move there, George. Good stuff. Uh, I look forward to seeing you out at the all the games here this season, and I, I appreciate you giving us a call here on Minor Talk as we continue. Let's do this. Let's take a commercial break. When we come back, we got Ron uh, as a call coming up next actually excuse me it's rob who's coming up next then we'll get to more phone calls 915-505-6009 as minor talk continues presented by the oscar ID at the agency more in a moment right here on 600 espn el paso all right welcome back minor talk continues we're presented by the oscar ID at the agency we will do awards here in this segment. We'll burn through more calls and, of course, get to more tweets as well. Our telephone number, 915-505-6009. If you'd like to weigh in, 600 ESPN El Paso everywhere, social media, and then, of course, online, 600 ESPN El Paso.com as well. Let's uh, keep things moving. Thanks to Rob, who, pre- uh, who waited with us through the break. Rob, good evening. You got a chance to watch this one. UTEP ends up getting a big victory tonight, 71. 163 over Austin P. I say a, vi- a big victory, but hey, it's big that this team is 4-0 to start off uh, the season. Now they head off to Cal uh, f- to continue the SoCal Challenge. That tips off Monday, 10.30 local time, by the way, uh, for those who are listening right now. Rob, good evening, man. What's happening? Not much, man. I just got to uh, experience my first game uh, in person. So, oh, nice. Okay, give me so everything. Nice. Tell me who, which players stood out to you and what uh, what your takeaways were from this one. 
Um, I thought I thought the point guard was decent. Um, the zero. I, I yeah, Sid the, Powell. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No, he was nice. They got good size, good rotations, good defense. Um, I like I, I like I like the offensive takes, the rotations. Um, I think everything looks good. I just uh, we got to see it pan out later. I just I don't know where people are freaking out. Basketball doesn't start till late January. Yeah, it's such a grind of a season. I mean, think about last February and even late January. I said this on Sports Talk, and I'll say it again. How much of a grind that really was for UTEP to finish the season, Rob? So you figure this year, I mean, people are are already talking about reactions after this one. I mean, just wait. Be patient. This This is a long, long season. Let's talk late January, early February when it really matters. Yeah, and people just have you know short short attention spans because I could take you back to a time about two or three years ago. UTEP was nine and zero, riding high, uh, heading heading to the Hawaii Classic with Rodney Terry, and uh, their season kind of fell apart after a nine and zero start. So, of course, you know, I remember that. that. Remember all the excitement and exhibition game? They beat Texas Tech. Everybody's calling into minor talk, getting so excited about this group. And then what happens with that? Them? They just kind of, yeah, you know, they fell apart. Yeah, it fell apart during conference play, and that's really, you know, towards the end of conference plays, really when you need to be um, playing your best ball. And even uh, Golding's first year, that's kind of when they started playing their best ball was. Uh, getting towards towards the conference, and they were able to win um, two games. But I, yeah, I did like what I saw, and yeah, it was sloppy. But I mean, no, I don't think any team in college basketball right now is playing their best basketball. So mm-hmm. I like I like what I saw, and I, I hope they keep it up. And um, I thought the atmosphere was pretty decent, considering how many people were there. And I, I just think it's going to get better, only because uh, you know people are so starving for success. They didn't really didn't get anything for football. I think I think a lot of people are going to jump on on the basketball train uh, towards the end of the year, and they're going to get some some really good crowds. So I'm I'm excited for this year. Uh, I kind of live too far to get season tickets, but I'll go to as many games as I can. That's a that's a good way of looking at it, Rob. I mean, I hear you because you you talk about the conference games in January, February when you're living far from the Don Haskins Center and you need to come over to this side of town on a Thursday. It's pretty challenging. So hey, no problem at all, man. I'm sure you're going to be out there for all the big ones, and that's all that matters. And hey, Rob, I appreciate you uh, calling in. And with uh, streaming services nowadays, right? I mean, you get to watch all of them one way or another, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't really miss a game, uh, football or basketball. I just uh, going in person sometimes during the week. Yeah, it's, it's you know it's a thirty forty five minute drive. So okay, well don't miss tomorrow's football game, Middle Tennessee out in Murfreesboro, a <laughs> noon kickoff. You ready for that one, Sal? We're ready to go, huh? I've been waiting all season for it. Yeah, me yeah, too. Let's do, it. <laughs> let's do it, man. Hey, good stuff, Rob. I appreciate the phone call. Nine one five five zero five six zero zero nine. Let's uh, go through some tweets real quick. Esteban checking in. That was definitely a trap game. Miners got lucky. Eric Fournier, glad to hear that Keontae Kennedy got his 10th year of eligibility. Wow, yeah, exactly. Uh, Joe Chacon, all that was wrong with this game, Joe Golding took it. He saw what needs to be fixed and didn't give excuses. Hashtag minor talk. It shows the future will get shorter and shorter if he gets the fans' perspective and owns it and only calls out his guys when he can't control it like a uh, like a good stroke from the free throw line. Huge props to Coach Joe Cool and the minor hustle. These road games have me excited to see what kind of coaching he could do and how those teams uh, handle adversity. K 
can we fly him out to Murfreesboro to advise Coach Dimmel on play calling and not making excuses? Hashtag just saying. Hashtag giving thanks early tonight. Hashtag my embed hashtags <laughs> might be my new thing. That's coming from Joe Chacon. Crazy guy right there. Let's go back to Isaiah Reigns. He is next on our phone lines. 915-505-6009. Former minor basketball player joining us now on Minor Talk. Isaiah, it's great to catch up with you. How's everything going, man? Hey, Adrian. How you doing, man? I'm doing really good. Uh, I just want to start off by uh, thanking you guys, you and uh, Steve. You guys do a really good job uh, covering the minors, uh, covering the sports here in the city of El Paso. So uh, first and foremost, we really appreciate y'all. Hey, thank you uh, for yeah. saying that, Isaiah. Hey, oh, yeah. it's a great team over here. So I appreciate all of us here back at our 600, uh, all our great team here. So I appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So, yeah, I was at that game tonight. You know, this is uh, it's my uh, fourth game uh, in a row, actually third game in a row. And uh, I know you uh, had a conversation with the last person about that 9-0 start. Uh, I was a part of that team. That was my senior year. Uh, it was it was a pretty good season, you know. But like you guys mentioned, um, you know, we, we got tested on the road and, you know, things didn't turn out too well. But I love this team. I love the energy that Joe Golding brings as a coach. Uh, these players are hungry. They're ready to go. Uh, I'm just super excited on what the season's going to bring. You know, I like I know a lot of people are you know are very eager for this team to you know be successful and uh, you know bring this team back to the way it was. You know, in those glory days with with, with Glory Road and Don Haskins. Um, so I can't wait, man. I can't wait. I'm excited, and I I just I just look forward to to the continued work that um, that that these players and coaches are doing for UTEP. Hey Isaiah, what similarities, what differences do you see with this team compared to that 2019 season, which had such success early, uh, eight and one start? Uh, you know, Rob said nine and zero, oh, eight and one start, including wins against UC Irvine. They beat the as well. Uh, what similarities do you see with this? team currently with that 2019-2020 team and then maybe some differences that you notice as well? I think the similarities is I think we got that confidence. You know, I like I like I really like how we start off strong and the only way we're going to be able to continue that confidence is to just really 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 get that experience of playing more on the road. You know, I've always wanted to see UTEP start off playing in the road first you know, to just get a taste of it, you know, get a feel for it. Because it's a different atmosphere. When you're playing on the road against bigger teams, better teams, uh, the crowd is into it, you know, everybody's into it. So everybody's energy level is really high. Uh, but uh, the differences, uh, I really like this team that Joe has. I mean, we have we have length, we have size. Um, we definitely got some depth. Um, that's, that's one thing we had, too. But, but, but this team's explosive. I, I love uh, Ziv Howell. Uh, that's his name, right? The new point guard. That's correct. Him? Yeah, what a baller! Yeah, so huh? I love him, man. He's he's he he's gonna bring a lot of experience that he had uh, from the last college that he was at, and uh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, good stuff, Isaiah. It's great to catch up with you. Hey, for our listeners who want to catch up with you, what are you up to nowadays? You know, uh, so after uh, after the season concluded, it was a strange season because I know uh, COVID nineteen shut shut the, the whole NCAA tournament down, so. Uh, I ended up getting my master's in leadership studies uh, awesome. during COVID. Hey, congratulations. And, uh, thank you. Thank you, man. And now uh, now I'm a student academic advisor for, for UTEP now. So oh, I, so I advise nice. Students, I help okay. them graduate. So, oh, yeah. 
Man, that's awesome. I'm happy you're involved with the university. Happy you're still in the 915 and happy you're uh you're you still supporting this basketball program. Isaiah, it's great to catch up with you, man. Feel free to yes, join sir. us at any point this season. I know at all times it might not be as positive as uh you're you typically are. You're the positive guy. Uh but hey, um we we need some positivity on this show. So I appreciate you calling in. Anytime, Adrian. I appreciate you guys, too. Let's go, Miners. All right. That's Isaiah Rines uh, joining us here as we continue uh, on Miner Talk. By the way, Andrus's own and uh, El Paso and uh, here, Isaiah, joining us as Miner Talk continues. 915-505-6009. That's our telephone number to weigh in. Joe Chacon. Actually, let's go to Tristan Pence. This is Tristan Pence ch- uh, chiming in. A team that misses 17 free throws and has 21 turnovers and still wins? That means the team did a lot of other things right. The Miners need to clean up the free throw issues and improve on attacking zone defenses. I'm still very impressed with this team. Uh, hashtag, hashtag Miner Talk coming from Tristan Pence. Good stuff, Tristan. Um, it's great to uh, get your input on this one as well. Let's keep things moving. 915-505-6009. That's our telephone number. 600 ESPN El Paso everywhere. Just to run down some stats real quick. Tay Hardy with 25. Zid Powell with 14 tonight. Otis Frazier contributed with 8 points, 9 rebounds, flirted with a double-double, an assist, and 1 turnover. Uh, Otis Frazier continues to be one of the more efficient players on this team. He was plus 16 in terms of plus-minus tonight. Zid Powell plus 14 as well, so you see uh, good contributions from guys like Otis Frazier, game in and game out, even though he might not fill the stat sheet. He might not score in double figures, uh, but that's that's definitely the case. Let's go to Johnny May. He is joining us next on the program. Or she is joining us next on the program. Sorry about that, Sal. 915-505-6009. Johnny May, what's going on here on Minor Talk? How's everything going? Good. How's Minor Talk? We're doing great. How, how about you? Give me your thoughts about this one. Uh, well, I know we have a lot of stuff to work on. But um, I was impressed with the team. I thought they played really well. And I just happened to turn on CNN and and the other day and saw us on on um, the top five or was it the ten? Oh, you're talking yeah. about Sports Center top ten? Yes. Yes, I was shocked to see the miners on there. Hey, how about Tay Hardy? He was the one who flashed that pass on uh, SportsCenter Top 10. Tay Hardy killed yeah. it tonight. Best player tonight for the miners by far. Has had a great season so far. He made that acrobat pass uh, that you're talking about. And that's what I really, uh, you know, that's what you're highlighting here. And I love that pass by Tay Hardy. Top 10 Sports Center, um, And that happened earlier this week on Monday. Yeah, yeah, and that's 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 all I wanted to call in. That's just I'd never seen, not in the last five years, six years, have I seen um, the miners on ESPN. So that was impressive. So I'm I'm excited for this team this year. I think a lot of people are, Johnny May. Hey, and I appreciate the phone call. Thanks for weighing in on the show. Thanks for giving us your thoughts. Uh, 915-505-6009. I think a lot of people feel excited about this. Uh, last time I can remember the Miners uh, on SportsCenter yeah. Top 10 was actually that um, – 
Power 5 win that they had against Arizona. I don't remember who had it, but somebody had like an insane dunk in that game. Mm, and it was Let me see. I, it, I, it was for the Miners. You you would be able to find it, Sal. If anybody yeah, yeah, if anybody yeah. can find it, it's going to be you for sure. Uh, but point is that season when the Miners ended up beating Arizona State that year, it was the 2020-2021 season when they won 76 to 63, and the Miners had some high flyers on that team. So it could have been uh, a lot of different guys. It could have been Jamal Bienemy. It could have been Keontae Kennedy. My guess would be Kennedy. I think it was him. I think he dun- he had like an emphatic dunk in that game. And if it wasn't him, my second guess would be Sule Boom or something along those lines. But, I, I'm but, looking uh, for it. Yeah, give me a couple moments. It, it doesn't we'll find show something. it right away, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll find something. Uh, but that's pretty cool. The top, the Sports Center top ten. Uh, the fact that the miners were highlighted in that, and hey, that's also the benefit of the miners ending up putting together these games on, you know, national television. That's what we'll say right there. Jordan Lathan made a top ten with his buzzer beating shot against Rice. I remember that. That was January thirteenth, twenty nineteen. That was also a season in which the miners were bad. They they struggled big time that season. Uh, yet um, it was a cool opportunity for Jordan Lathan to make uh, SC top 10. And Sal, my my memory does serve me correct. How about this? Keontae Kennedy, uh, number two on SportsCenter top 10. He was the man who was honored. If you do this for a while, Sal, I guess uh, you might have a memory about stuff like this. How about that? No, big time. I I can't believe that. You know, sometimes, or actually I'm going to say usually I'm wrong on things like this for remembering things uh you know that happened a couple years ago but yeah Keontae Kennedy number two on Sports Center top 10 last time that this happened December 16th 2020 been about three years since the Miners uh made that top 10 list do you know at what point in the game that dunk came at uh that game I know exactly what time that uh that um, dunk came. It came exactly because I'm time stamping this 37 seconds left in the first half of okay. that game and they were down actually against Arizona the, State at that point. Because um, I have a, a highlight uh, reel open on YouTube right now so I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Let's see here. Keontae's driving there. Oh, I just found it. Okay. I'll send you the link. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Good it. stuff, man. All right. Uh, our telephone number, 915-505-6009. As we continue, 600 ESPN El Paso on X, formerly known as Twitter, and online at 600 com. I think we're winding things down. We'll be back in action tomorrow. We've got a minor talk edition after the UTEP Middle Tennessee football game. So we will have, of course, uh, a football edition of minor talk tomorrow out at the district, 3233 North Mesa. If you are out in any area uh, or in the West, side area come on out and join us we'll have a great time watching college football i get it it's been a rough utep season but come out and join us for all the rest of the college football uh action that's going to be taking place at the district if you are a big college football fan and you just want to watch some games with a with a good crowd uh and with a good uh audience join us out at the district west thirty-two thirty-three north mesa come on out and join us tomorrow for 99 cent wings and happy hour specials happening until six o'clock out at the district Hey, uh, let's uh, hand out some awards here on Minor Talk as we continue. 915-505-6009. If you'd like to duck in a late call, now is the time to do it. Uh, let's start off with our 
Player of the Game, brought to you by Timothy Cantrell Realty. Uh, this one's going to be a no-brainer for us. Tay Hardy, 25 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds, and just a turnover in 35 minutes of action. Hit four three-pointers tonight. Tay Hardy killed it tonight, and he is our Player of the Game, brought to you by Timothy Cantrell Realty. Hey, if you're looking to buy or sell your home in the beautiful El Paso area, well, look no further. You can meet Timothy Cantrell, your trusted real estate agent with over 20 years of experience don't forget to follow him on instagram at timothy realtor for the latest listings and tips ready to take the next step we'll contact him today you can reach him at 915-204-8441 that's 915-204-8441 via call or text that's timothy cantrell realty the sponsor here of minor talks uh player of the game. Let's head over to our hot hand of the night. This is thanks to Wind Supply El Paso. Hey, the temperatures are finally starting to cool off here in El Paso, but you might need help when it comes to your furnace or your evaporative cooler or maybe even maintenance on your AC system. To find your nearest Master Cool dealer, visit a Find a Dealer tab online at windsupplyelpaso.com. And this is going to go to Zid Powell tonight. 14 points, 6 assists. I know he had those 7 turns turnovers but still plus 14 tonight zid pal our hot hand of the game and again that's brought to you by wind supply el paso our great partners here on minor talk as we continue sal as we wind the wind things down here on the show tonight cal his next up on the docket that will be on Monday and for the Bears on the season two and two we mentioned this earlier on the season team so the Miners if they want to get their offensive uh, you know game back on the right track after tonight struggling a little bit I think it's against this Cal team which struggles defensively on paper a team that's worse than UTEP and we can't call this an upset but we can call it a victory against a power five school against a power uh, pac 12 opponent here and that could be the reality for the minors come Monday yeah and I think um, you know this being a power five school so to speak I've heard some similar uh, sentiments about the football team when they took on Northwestern, but I, I buy a bit more stock in this one here because we've seen them beat fire, Power 5 teams. You just mentioned Arizona State not too long ago. Um, I remember them beating Michigan, even Clemson, you know, down the road, not, not too, I, I guess, far away. I think Culpepper was still with the Miners. But nonetheless, though, the track record is there. They, they do relatively uh, well. If they don't win, they're respectable, at least against these Power 5 teams. But this is a team that I, I think they have a really, really good chance at, at beating and, and not even just going out there and getting the win against Cal in California, not at California, but in, you know what I mean, it's the tournament. That's right. But, um, I, I think they have the ability to uh, to have a good sense of control in that game as well. I think they're going to make Cal fight for it. However, um, you know, we're just going off of a sample size where really one, one game throughout this year you, you could take a lot from so we'll see what team shows up I'm, I'm excited about this game though for sure me too I've got it on my calendar I had it on my calendar before the season started and this is where it happens a road test for the minors uh, hey boys win at home men win on the road that's how it goes in college basketball and we'll find
find out what kind of basketball team for the Miners shows up on Monday night as they take on Cal and continue in the SoCal Challenge. But that'll do it for us here on Miner Talk. We appreciate everybody calling in, listening in here on the program, and appreciate everybody uh, supporting us here on the show. For Sal Montes, I'm Adrian Broaddus, back in action tomorrow, live at the District, as we continue for Miner Talk, presented by the Austria IDFA Agency. We'll be back in action tomorrow, right here on 600 ESPN El Paso.